Facebook recently announced a security breach to its system that affected almost 50 million users. It was an attack that gave hackers full access to these accounts and is considered to be the worst data breach in Facebook's history. But it also may be the greatest hack you never heard of. This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. Joining me today to understand how massive this attack was is Sarah Fryer, who covers Facebook for Bloomberg News in San Francisco. Thanks for being here, Sarah. Thanks for having me. So what exactly happened at Facebook last Friday? So Facebook noticed this spike in traffic that they looked into a little earlier last week, and they found that there were hackers that were exploiting a vulnerability, multiple bugs at once. It was a very sophisticated hack Hmm. that allowed them to actually take over 50 million accounts as if they were the account holders. So that means they got access to everyone's private information and also they were able to log into any Facebook linked apps, anything that used Facebook login. So Mm -hmm. if you connect Facebook to Airbnb, if you connect it to Instagram, Spotify, any of those tools they could also log into. And what kind of information, if they, you know, tapped into all of those apps that you use your Facebook login to get into, what type of information were they getting um, from this hack? Well, that exposes information from thousands of different apps. So really the possibilities are are Hmm. almost limitless. The thing with this hack is Facebook doesn't actually know what they took, if anything. You know, they don't know what the hackers gleaned from this. Um, There have been some reports that maybe some account logins are for sale on the dark web now. Um, But but really, Facebook has not... um, has not fully investigated. They let the public know early on, but they didn't have anything to say about exactly what the impact was. And also they didn't know why this happened. You know, who was trying to do this from where, who they were targeting, and why. So what type of information, like what are we talking about? Are we talking about social security numbers, personal information? What type of information are we talking about that possibly might be for, for sale on the dark web? Well, we're talking about information that's accessible through your Facebook account. So most people don't have their social security number on their Facebook account, but they might have their phone number. They might have private messages with their friends that are not public. That that sort of goes beyond, you know, you remember the Cambridge Analytica scandal that mm-hmm. happened in March? That was all about profile information. That was information that people gave to a third-party app developer that was building an app on Facebook. And that information was just the same information that could be publicly accessible. The difference was this app developer put it all in a database and sold it to Mm -hmm. Cambridge Analytica, right? That caused a lot of issues, a lot of public hearings for Facebook, including in Congress. And this is different because we're actually going beyond that public information and into whatever people might be saying privately on their Facebook. And I should mention that it it gave the hackers the ability to post as the Facebook user if they wanted to. So if they wanted to run some sort of um, informational campaign, we don't know that that was their intention, but if they wanted to, they could. And what did Mark Zuckerberg or, or anyone from Facebook have to say about this? Well, Zuckerberg, who himself was one of the hacks, Uh, he he said that this was something that they're taking seriously. He apologized. He said that that you know some of what echoed what he said earlier this year about how important data security is to Facebook's success. Um, that people need to feel comfortable giving their information to Facebook. But honestly, it's it's very hard to see what more he can say. Mm-hmm. He's already spent months trying to reassure Facebook users that. It's safe that they care about these issues, 
And this is just not a good look for Facebook, especially right now when they're trying to build some goodwill after their many scandals. So this seems like a really big deal, something where members of Congress stand up and call for an investigation. It's something that's top of, you know, a top story in the news. But it seemed to have flown under the radar with a lot of people. Why is that? Well, we don't know, like I said, we don't know the effect. We don't know what information was actually taken. We don't know what they tried to do with it. So if we find out that this has something to do with, for example, the midterm elections, mm-hmm. or if this had something to do with, um, you know, a mass information sale, that would then change, I think, what people feel about it. Right now, the hacks happen all the time. They're so nebulous, right? Yeah. Remember when Sony was hacked? And we didn't quite understand the full throttle of the full effect of that attack until A, we saw all the dumped documents related to it, and B, we found out it may be connected to North Korea. So those are the two things that really got it going in the public conversation. And another thing I'll say is this has been, <laughs> as many weeks are this year, just a crazy week for yes. news, right? We have the Kavanaugh confirmation hearings. Um, we have uh, other things that are going on with, with Facebook in general, um, there was another report last week that also hit on data security, where Facebook was asking people for their phone numbers to do two-factor authentication, which is really the most secure way that they offer to protect your account. But then they were using those phone numbers that people gave for two-factor authentication and using them to assist in the targeting of ads, which was another major breach of user hmm. trust. So. So there are there are so many things happening right now. Instagram's founders left last week. That was a huge blow to the future of Facebook. So I think that the company, um, you know, it's just one thing after the other. And they're going to have to sort of race to keep up with the public perception of, mm-hmm. of whether people can trust them. Now, you kind of hinted at it that, you know, we hear about these hacks all the time. Are we as a society almost getting hacker fatigue? I think it's really difficult when you explain to somebody this nebulous thing happened to this many million people. Everyone sort of says, "Oh, wow, that's a big deal," but they don't really they don't really fully internalize it until it happens to them or someone they know, or happens in a way that's easier to process. I mean, a lot of people on Friday, ninety million people had to re-log into their Facebook hmm. account. So. That's one way we're directly connected with some people, um, but they still don't know what happened. And so I think when you talk about these hacks, you know, if people were involved in the Equifax hack, mm-hmm. um, maybe they freeze their credit or maybe they figured, I'm sure all my information has already been hacked at some point. Um, I've looked and I, my information has been hacked a few times here and there. My email address, my passwords, you just change your password all the time. Unless you figure out I mean, there are so many very intense stories of what happens to people who are the victims of identity theft and how difficult that kind of thing is to unravel. Once that happens to you, then you get a sense of how big of a deal this is. But before that, it's, it's all numbers. It's all sort of um, the course of life on the internet. How should people, to protect themselves, protect their identities online so that they don't get hacked or so, the, so that this doesn't happen to them? Well, two-factor authentication, which uses your cell phone in order to make sure that you are yourself when you're logging into a new computer, that's actually a pretty good way to go. Um, Zuckerberg mentioned that in one of his tips. I mean, I think also people need to be careful about what they share on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
as as we always have said, I mean, you should you should only send emails you wouldn't mind being posted <laughs> on a billboard someday, right? Um, I, I think that that's it's just good good internet hygiene to try to be careful about what you're putting out there in terms of personal information. Never text anyone your password. Um, you know, never never do anything that would make it really easy mm-hmm. for somebody to figure out who you are online and how to get into your bank account. You know, Mark Zuckerberg faced a congressional hearing uh, after Cambridge Analytica. Will we see another hearing in the future, maybe in 2019, when we learn more details? Is that a possibility? I think Facebook is already connecting with the FBI and the Irish Data Protection Regulator. Now we're getting to the details. So, for example, yesterday the Irish Data Protection Regulator said that they think that fewer than, than 10 million accounts were affected by this Facebook hack in Europe, so that that would be under GDPR. Uh, so Facebook could face fines mm. there. Um, I, I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of questioning here. And if if people don't like what they hear when Facebook comes to brief lawmakers on this situation, we may see another hearing. Uh, but you know, Facebook has been under fire over and over in Congress, and there hasn't really been a lot of regulation that has actually past. I mean, nothing's really happened to mm-hmm. them. Um, so for now, it just seems like a lot of interrogation and asks for cooperation and potential regulation down the line, but we're not sure exactly what that looks like. Yeah. So we've, we've had hacking into the 2016 election. Um, we know that there's been attempts of interference in the midterms. You know, we have these problems where our information is hacked seamlessly all the time, but we trust these companies to hold on to our information. And even the big ones, sometimes they can't, even or at the scale that they should be protecting it, but we still keep giving it to them. So how does all of that work? Where, where is the, where, what's the end game to all of this? One thing that a lot of Facebook critics are saying right now is there really isn't another alternative to Facebook. Mm. Perhaps the best alternative to Facebook right now is Instagram, which is also owned by Facebook, right? So so there's not really another place where people can easily connect with their friends and family over things that happen in their life. Uh, Facebook connects more than 2 billion people in the entire world. Um, it'll be a while before another social network achieves something like that. So that's one of the things that I, I think makes it difficult to think about the impact of these hacks. I mean, people could stop using Facebook, but they really do have a hold on this form of communication on the internet. And the way that people connect with uh, each other on Facebook is very similar to, you know, they're just establishing their network of contacts, everyone they've ever met in their life. Sometimes it's even more contacts than they have in their actual phone's phone book, uh, sometimes many times more. And so I think that, that people... You know, while they, they may use it less or they may share their less, uh, which could lead to a decrease in engagement, which could be very hurtful for the company, um, people aren't, aren't really going to a different social network to do this kind of sharing. Bloomberg Sarah Fryer, thank you. Thanks for having me. Make sure you follow Sarah and her reporting on Twitter. She's at Sarah Fryer. That's a TikTok for today. Thanks for listening. And please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.